0: Hey, guys, it's Abdul for the good folks over at Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware in downtown Indianapolis. Get over to Leon Tailoring for that young person who graduated. Congratulations, by the way. And make sure they've got the clothes
1: for that big job interview. Hey, the economy may be good, but you still got to dress for success. And Leon Tailoring, they can help your young person do that with the professional wardrobe and attire that they need. And so all those years of college and getting a degree do not go to waste. So Leon Tailoring, the perfect place to get your young professional off to that start in the world of work. Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware in downtown Indianapolis well thank you all obviously complete the special session here I know we we uh, uh, recessed until the fall of gavel but we won't come back Uh, we just uh, tried to keep some options open in the event that something else was out there but I have no expectation of coming back just so you all know Um, uh, happy to be completed with this one of the more challenging things that we've ever done as a state uh, general assembly at least certainly while I've been here and, uh, but uh, couldn't be more excited about what we've been able to do for women and children here. 87 million dollars, when you add it all up, to help women from the time that before they become pregnant through their pregnancy, until after they have those children um, and bring them into the world. And uh, so I think this is a huge opportunity, and we'll build on that as we go forward from here in the next next general assembly that begins in January, not all that far af- from here. And uh, so uh, very enthused about the ability that we the ability we've had to be able to do some uh, to do some good there and bring that opportunity to, to women and children. Uh, with regard to the abortion issue, obviously we're protecting life. This is really important, and uh, we do so with the exceptions of the life of the mother and rape and incest, and uh, we're pleased to be able to do that for the, for the state of Indiana. Uh, couldn't be more enthused about that, frankly, and I have to I have to say that uh, uh, the, the weight of the world has been on the shoulders of Senator Glick, and she's done a fantastic job, incredibly talented, and uh, but incredibly 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 difficult uh, task over the last couple of weeks. So I want to thank her uh, for her efforts, um, uh, tireless efforts on behalf of uh, uh, the state of Indiana. And um, I turn it over to Senator Glick for a few comments.
0: Um, I'm glad this part is is over, but I look forward to the implementation of Senate Bill uh, 2. I have assurances from uh, a lot of people, all the people, the men and women of the Senate and many members of the House of Representatives, that we can make these programs work, that we can implement them as soon as possible. Uh, Many of the people who testified, as I said in my remarks, said that they chose to to uh, terminate their their pregnancy because they did not have the funds they did not have the resources to go forward and i hope and pray that we can tell the women of indiana that that should not be a choice that that they have to make in the future we want to give them every opportunity to to assist them before during and and after they deliver a child so that they can move forward that they can they can bring that child to to life and that they can give that child the the help and assistance and the love it needs to go forward. I think that's what Indiana is saying tonight. I don't think anyone likes the idea of an abortion or the termination of life. I think what we want to see is the quality of life for all Hoosiers and all babies born here.
1: Senator Bray, a uh, quick question. With we look at the infrastructure that's going to be needed. We look at uh, foster care, adoption, the backlog of rape kicks does Indiana have have the infrastructure to deal with potentially 8,000 you know, new babies being born in Indiana. Well, yeah, I think we do. I mean, we've got a, we've got a, a decent infrastructure right now. We're adding about $87 million to that. And uh, as I said earlier, we're going to continue to do build on that come January to do some other policies, some things that were maybe a little too complex or needed a little bit more vetting than uh, that we're able to do here. Uh, one example of that, um, Abdul, it would be uh, contraception and making sure we get that out there to women across the state of Indiana and um and uh education as well those two components are going to be really really important as we move through the next months and years and uh, we'll continue to try and devote ourselves to that 50 percent, 50 50 50 percent of counties don't have a child care um don't have child care 33 of the counties don't have a hospital or a birthing center how is our infrastructure now decent so we've got with regard to the daycare or uh, child care we added 10 million dollars of ccdF uh, to help provide for that that helps people afford it but also looking for ways to make sure that there is enough facilities out there to, to have daycare facilities so we're going to continue to have to work on that
0: are you worried are you worried that uh, doctors have said that they'll leave the state and probably worsen that situation
1: well so that's a, that's a that's a concern for us we don't want that to have we don't want that to happen and um uh but you know we've had several conversations with hospitals about how they're going to uh work in this with this statute and uh and we're confident that they are have the ability to do that and uh so uh, we'll we'll, we'll adjust if we need to as we go forward. Senator, like you said many times on the floor tonight, that this is representing the majority of the General Assembly. Your Democratic colleagues countered saying that this does not represent the majority of Hoosiers. Are you confident that this represents the majority of what Hoosiers want?
0: Yes, I am. Why, why I see. Do you feel that? I feel from the the responses that we're having, the answers we're getting from people, the the contacts we're having, some hoosiers are not out here in the hallway protesting. Also, although some are, as you can hear, but we have heard from a number of individuals who don't have time, who don't have the ability to come down here and march in the hallways, who are saying, protect protect these children, protect life. Go Forward, do what you can, and they they are accepting of the fact that in some cases some mothers cannot deliver, that the risk to them is so great, and the effect it would have on their their family or their the children they already have, and their health, it, it, the fact that that rape and incest should be there, and we've talked to people about that. These kinds of decisions are never made in a vacuum, and they there are polls going each way, but the, but. After Actually, the the insistence here is we protect as many people as possible. The state of Indiana has the ability to go forward and, and, and adopt... Programs and and become involved in these issues to the extent that we can help these women deliver and deliver safely and to take care of these babies as they come along. We're not going to throw up our hands and say you must deliver and then not do anything for them. That's why Senate Bill was Senate Bill Two was written. That's why the wraparound services are out there. And I think you'll see even more come budget time in January when we know where we stand financially.
1: Any concern about from a political perspective, what happened in uh, Kansas could happen here in Indiana. A lot of folks, suburban women particularly, came out uh, voted to not amend their constitution. Anywhere, anywhere not so much amend the referendum here, but sort of the political consequences of the decision you guys made this evening.
0: I, I think there will be political consequences. I think in different districts uh, you might see different results, but I think in the, in the end you're going to see a lot of people step back and look at the situation, look at some of the programs that have been adopted, and I think that that over time you're going to see a lot of of people reach conclusions. We, we saw some poll results, I saw some poll results that were taken very soon after the Dobbs decision came out, and then z- saw some, some numbers maybe a month or so after the decision came down, and they changed. As people read through the opinions, got a, a, an idea of what they actually said in terms of the states making the decisions, I don't think all states will come down at the same Place or at the same uh, time frame as Indiana has done. But as I said before, these numbers were as close as we could reach given the time frame we had. They may be adjusted over time. And as we've all seen, medical uh, science has progressed over the last 50 years. Even in the last five or 10 years, we have seen babies survive that couldn't survive uh, previously. We've seen medical... uh, Advances made, and I hope that continues to happen, as well as some of the social programs that have come forward that remedied a lot of the programs and a lot of the problems these young women were telling us about in their testimony to the committees. So I think we need to move forward, we need to move in a positive direction, we need to make sure Indiana is a welcoming place.
1: Do you think the governor is going to sign this bill? Uh, Uh, Senate Bill 1. Well, so uh, you you asked the governor that, but I do
0: expect he'll sign it.
1: Yes. Thank you guys. Thank you. Okay. Thank you all.
0: This podcast was produced and edited by Chris Spangle and Leaders and Legends LLC. If you're interested in starting a podcast or taking yours to the next level, please contact us at leadersandlegends.net.